everybody. Welcome back to the Go Guardians podcast. I'm your host, Dan Tavares, and we are back. The best team in the XFL, the New York Guardians, have won again. They beat the Dallas Renegades 30-12 to in what was a rock'em, sock'em, smash-mouth game of football. That's right, running and defense. This team had it all on Saturday. Both teams came into the game at 2-2. Two and two. The Guardians coming off maybe one of their best victories of the season when they had Luis Perez step in as quarterback, the bowling great, the YouTube savant. And then the... Now let's talk a little bit about the Dallas Renegades for a second. A team that... If you just walked into the room and didn't know what was happening on the screen, you would say, hey, who are the Tennessee Titans playing? Because that's what they look like, the Tennessee Titans. Also, their logo. Okay, now I'm 99% sure I use that exact same logo in Madden Create a Team. They have a Madden Create a Team logo. I'm pretty sure I made like the New York Outlaws and had that cowboy with a mask picture anyway we all know the guardians have a far superior logo and a far superior uniform i'm pretty sure that that dallas team was scared they were scared looking at that gargoyle anyway let's get to the start of the game one of the first most frustrating things to happen in this game is that philip nelson hits hits a deep long pass Except he didn't hit the deep long pass, except they said he did. Uh, it was quite obviously not a catch along the sideline. He had his feet in bounds, but he didn't have possession of the ball at the time. He had possession once he had fallen out of bounds. That continuation, I guess the referees saw it and thought, well, I guess he made the catch. But they didn't look close enough because they didn't make the catch. And as seems customary in these games, Dallas scores first with the field goal. But that's okay, because the Guardians are going to come back. So it all starts with the kickoff. Justin Stockton takes the ball and has an awesome return. At first, it seemed like a terrible return because he fumbled the ball. He's like, oh, what do I do? Oh, I have the ball now. Let me run fast and straight and make it really, really far. And that's what he does. Justin Stockton puts him in some great field position. Then Matt McCrane hits the field goal. Boots it right through, and you know what? Matt McCrane might be the best player on this team. Matt McCrane's hitting all these kicks. I know we're early in the recap, and he's only made one kick, but spoiler alert, he's going to make them all. Matt McCrane, this guy is a stud. Get this guy on the Jets. Not yet. Keep him on the Guardians for now, but, you know, maybe the Jets could try this guy out soon. Kickers, everyone in the NFL, everyone's missing kicks. This guy, like, no, nah, I'll hit everything. And this is the one part of the sport that's like pretty much exactly the same. Like, kicking doesn't change between leagues very much. If you have a guy hitting every single kick, that's really great. And guess what? Matt McCrane, don't miss. Guy doesn't miss, at least not yet. Not yet. But anyway, guy is a stud. He's making kicks. Perez, he's moving, moving with his feet, moving with his legs, getting a first down or two. But I have to say, 
early on in this game, Perez did not look very good. He wasn't getting the ball out quickly. His line was not giving him any time. The offensive line looked pretty bad early on in this game. But that did not stop the defense. The Guardians defense from early on looked really, really strong, making stop after stop early in this game. I think one advantage New York had was going against Philip Nelson. And it seemed throughout the game, Philip Nelson really didn't have the tools to make a splash play. It seemed like he was one of those guys who maybe gets you something every once in a while, but you cannot rely on him to take a game in his hands. And that was exactly what this defense needed, right? They needed a guy who they could zero in on, understand what he can possibly do with his skill set, and focus on it. And that's what they did. But then Mikhail McKay makes a jumping, leaping catch, and that starts the ball rolling. It started moving down the field a little bit. And then there's a play where Perez throws the ball up the sideline into the end zone. There's a catch. It looks like it's made. It looks like there's a catch made, and they don't review it. And at the time, I'm watching, I'm like, what? what? He totally caught it with one foot in bounds. It's so obvious. But then some other uh, camera angles showed that the ball had gotten out. Of course, they don't show that to us at first. And the crowd and everyone there watching on TV has to get all flustered and frustrated and like, ah. But anyway. So uh, they have to go for the field goal. And then, of course, McCrane puts it through. Get this man a new contract. He's going to leave for the NFL or something. Sign him long term. How does the contracts work in the XFL? I don't know. But sign him. The guy's not missing. So after this, uh, Justin Stockton starts coming in at running back. And this is the first real action we've seen from Stockton at running back. He looks really good. He looks really good. The, uh, the whole running game looked great in this game. But Justin Stockton kind of started off this really great uh, movement to, for the running game. He was having huge chunk yardage. Every time they gave him the ball, it was like eight, seven, nine, ten yard runs. And he was slinking through that defense like it was nothing. Like a hot knife through butter. Justin Stockton doing it all. He's returning kicks. He's running. He's having a pretty good get. Pretty, pretty, pretty good day. Now Joe Horn's dropping balls. Joe Horn has been Joe Horn's been so absent in all these games. I wanna love him. I want him to bring back the cell phone celebrations. But it's not happening for Joe Horn Jr. Maybe one day. Maybe eventually he'll do some great things. But as of right now, he's not living up to his dad. Anyway, let's go on. Now, uh, a little later, the, the Guardians fail on fourth down on a fourth and short. And it's a bit contentious. They bring it up to the replay booth. Honestly, I didn't ever think it was actually a first down. It was one of those ones where on the sideline view, it kind of looks like the ball passed the first down marker. But it's one of those ones where I think it's a little bit of like an optical illusion where you really can't actually see if it's passing that line definitively unless you have like an overhead angle. It's one of those ones that was just way too close. I think a lot of the commentators were thinking it was a first down. and I, I didn't see it. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to play Homer here. Like a lot of people maybe, oh, of course, that's a first down. But 
No, I I didn't see it. I didn't think it was. So, whatever. The uh now the Renegades are getting the ball back. Donald Parnum is continuing to be a stud tight end, making big catches. Big dude. He's like what six eight? I I don't know. This guy apparently can't even keep an NFL job. But the guy, how, if you're that big, you're a tight end. I can't see how you can't make it, but whatever. He doesn't. Renegades are trying to do it. They can they get a field goal at the end of the half and tie the game. A really good first half. Uh, tie game. I would like to mention that at the end of the field goal kick, they left on about a second. And normally in like the NFL, that doesn't matter at all. They're just gonna do a squib kick and like who cares? It's the second you can't do anything with it. I like that in the XFL you have to do a real kickoff. And there's actually a potential to score with one second left. That's actually pretty much impossible in the NFL. So it's kind of cool that it is a possibility that you're not dead in the water at one second left. But, you know, nothing happens. The Guardians don't score. So it doesn't matter. But I still think kind of cool. Going into halftime. And now, as I've previously stated in other podcasts, this is my new favorite part of the XFL when they go into the locker rooms at halftime and listen to what the coaches have to say. Now, this is Fox's broadcast. And I'm actually a real, I've said this before, I like Fox's broadcast. They can do a really good job. I like how clean the imagery is. I really like when they get the flag. It looks cool. Honestly, it looks better than what I've seen them do with the NFL. But they didn't have as much like interior stuff with the Fox broadcast, and that's okay. I, I don't like when the coaches are talking all a bit because I think it's a little useless. But I, I'm kind of liking these locker room talks. They're doing the smart thing and, show, and showing the taped version. I think I just think Fox is way smarter with their broadcast at this point, doing a better job, as it may be. Well, they get back from halftime. Now, this is when the Guardians' run game really starts to take off because they're mi- mixing in Darius Victor. They're mixing in Apple CEO Tim Cook. They're getting down the field. Uh, there's a great, great run, run by Victor that brings him inside the six-yard line. And then from there, they move to the Wildcat, bring Marquise Williams in. And in this situation, if you're the defense, you have to be thinking, of course he's running, right? Like they're actually going to get Marquise Williams to throw the ball. If they're going to throw the ball, they would have given it to their starting quarterback, Luis Perez. I don't really understand that. It's pretty obvious he's going to run. But they're so close to the touch, the uh, end zone anyway. It's okay to go for it. So Marquise Williams gets the ball, runs through, touchdown Guardians. They have scored. Fortunately, Luis Perez couldn't put another touchdown on his resume, but that's okay. Marquise Williams is in there for the touchdown. Now at this point, the Guardians defensive line is really starting to wreak havoc. Getting into the backfield, Guardians... Get back the ball. You're thinking, okay, we can really start to rack this up, score a bunch, move it down the field. Uh-oh, Luis Perez throws an interception. The ball knocks off, I believe it was, uh, Mikhail McKay tries to get the ball and knocks off his fingertips. Defender gets the ball, unfortunately. That's a turnover. And Well, maybe the Renegades are back in this thing. Now, during this interception kerfluffle whatever it was there's a huge fight on the field guys are disqualified taken out of the game now I watch a lot of sports I watch a lot of football I've never seen more fights than in these guardian games every single game there's a conflict or a fight 
it's really crazy to me because it seems like the XFL has stricter fight policy. It's, it's pretty much like an automatic ejection or they eject very quickly for these, uh, these things. And uh, number 74, I forget his name. He was disqualified and he was like really surprised. Like, oh, what? You're disqualified. Well, just maybe don't fight. You don't get it fights. Just like stop. I know it's a lot of emotion and it's hard. It's really difficult. I understand. It's not easy. But maybe. Just don't get in fights, young man. You won't get disqualified. I'm, I'm surprised the center, Silberman, he actually, he didn't get, because he like pulled some guy's helmet off. I thought he was going to get taken out, but I guess he didn't. Maybe that's why he was so mad. He's like, well, did you see what he did? Or he started, he probably did like the he started thing to the other guy. Well, that guy got, take, got taken out too, so. Anyway, Renegades lose a linebacker. Guardians lose an offensive lineman. Left tackle, I believe. Not the one you want to lose. But anyway, it doesn't really matter who is getting ejected because the Guardians defense is continuing to step up, continuing to get into the backfield. Renegades quarterback does not have an answer for anything. Guardians get the ball back. And this is probably the play of the night or day. Uh, uh, Luis Perez throws a bomb to Colby Pearson, an absolute bomb. And he makes this really beautiful little juke move and it clears some space for himself, gets all the way to the end zone. It was a great touchdown pass. An 80-yarder, 80 yards. You don't see that very often. 80-yard touchdown pass from Perez to Pearson, P2P. Nelson, for the uh, Renegades, is continuing to not look very good. Our defensive line, the Guardians' defensive line, is getting in that backfield. And this was, again, one of the plays of the game right here where uh, Nelson's dropping back. Guardians are in his face immediately. He's trying to throw the ball. It gets tipped up. Big Ryan Mueller. Ryan Mueller. 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 Anyway, bats the ball. It drops back in his hand. It's a beautiful pick six. The big boy gets it done, gets to the end zone, 27-6 to six now, and the game feels over. You're like, all right, this is it. Defense is scoring touchdowns now. This is over. Then what happens? On special teams, Guardians kick it off, and we have another kickoff return. Yes, it happened again. Austin Walter. Kickoff return all the way, 90-whatever yards it was. Gets it to the end zone. They're right back in it. This one, you were like, oh, it's it was over. It was over. But then it wasn't. But that's okay. I'll tell you why that's okay. The Guardians got the ball back. Whatever. They don't move much. Forced to punt it. The punt is nearly blocked like... I don't know if you'd be closer to a punt being blocked than this. Ball goes off. And then, uh, on the return, Marquise Williams knocks the ball out. It's a fumble. Guardians get the ball back. And, hey, baby, they are back in business. Back in business. Fast forward a little bit. Uh, we have another ball batted out of the air. Uh, Toby Johnson, another defensive lineman. 
catches it. It's another interception for the Guardians. And that's that's just it. That's it. Guardians playing great defense. Batting balls. Defensive linemen getting to the quarterback. Perez steady, steady, making the throws he has to make. He's not spectacular. He hasn't been spectacular, but he's making the throws. He's using that, like, bowler confidence, you know? He's using that steady, wait, patient, do what you gotta do, bowler confidence. And it's working. It's working. And it's crazy when you look at the turnaround this team has made. In just a couple of weeks, with Perez at quarterback, everything seems to be going well. The penalties are down. The foolishness is down. Still, still some fights. But the foolishness is down. Seems like he's really brought in this leadership role. You hearing the other players talk about them? You know a player I didn't see today? Matt McGloin. Didn't see him. Didn't see any any like video evidence of him. I don't even know if he was at the game. Maybe he's in a booth somewhere, just angry, seething. Is his rib injury fit better yet? I I bet it was. It is. I bet it never was that bad. But man, that guy showed some terrible leadership while here. I'm still shocked at it. Anyway. Yeah, that's the end of the game. It was 30-12. to McGloin somewhere angry, looking down, mad that his job was gone. But you know what? Perez not shocking the world, not doing spectacular things, but making the plays when he has to and leading the team. And that's what's most important. He's leading. He's being a leader. He's not blaming other people for his mistakes. He has confidence in the huddle. And the guys really appreciate it. The team rallies around that. Even if he's not, you know, Michael Vick speed or, you know, Peyton Manning intelligence or anything like that uh, behind the quarterback. He's just like kind of seems like fairly average or fairly decent, but he's just really confident, really good explaining what he needs in that huddle. So really good, solid win, a really good win and a pretty good game. Uh, the defense was definitely the star of the show. Running game, Darius, Victor, all these guys, really the stars of the show. Just a good, solid football win. Now, now we can move on. We move on to the emails. Yes, folks, we have some emails. Of course, you can email GoGuardiansPodcast at gmail.com. That is the email address. We love your emails. Email us about anything you want. Honestly, I don't care. As long as it's not illegal, Send it my way. As long as you're not harassing anybody or harassing me, that's fine. Send it along. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about our first email here from Dan. Same name as myself. How about that? Uh, and let's read his email out loud, shall we? Hey, dude. Love the show. I also love how much the Guardians D-line and linebackers have gotten into the backfield the last two weeks. It pairs perfectly with Victor Cook in this past week. Stockton joining in, pounding the opposing defenders with punishing downhill running. That grind you down till you break style. I have to, I want to have a few drinks and go bowling with Perez. Oh, oh, he's got a nickname here. Perezident. Even though we know he'd win handily, he'd still tell me how I bowled a great game. Yes, he would. He would probably, I, I'm guessing in that situation, Perez would like lay off a little bit. But, you know, he, he'd be really cool about it. Like, He'd play you tough. He'd beat you, but he would do it in, like, a really nice way. You know what I mean? Like, he would beat you, but he'd make you feel like you have a chance. I think that's what Perez would do. That's that's my thinking. Anyway, as we go on. 
uh, and he's asking, you know, is it his demeanor, his lack of ego? Has that turned around the met, the offense around? And that's exactly what I'm thinking, right? Has that? Has that defense turned around? And anyway, we finished up the email with the best line of the email. If Thin Mints wore a jersey on the Guardians, it would wear 14. That's right. It would wear jersey number 14, just like Matt McGloin. I don't want to, I don't want to say mean things. I'm not going to say mean things about these players. But as we all know, Thin Mints, garbage tier cookie. Number 14 on the Guardians, garbage tier quarterback at the moment. Maybe he'll come back and play well. I do not want to badmouth or demean any players on this team. I do not do that. As a general rule, I don't say bad things about players in that way. I don't think they deserve it. If they play badly, they play badly. I'm not going to say anything too mean, but all I say, number 14 on the Guardians, garbage tier, long with thin mints, both the same. Thank you for the email, Dan. I agree with all your points. They are all 100% correct. Exactly how I feel about Perez, you feel about Perez. It just it seems like a leadership thing. It's not skill at this point, but you know what? It's okay. We got another email here by Amazing Kook. A little bit of a long one. I'm not going to read it word by word, but he recants a story about going to see the Guardians. Said he had a fantastic time. It was really cold, uh, but it was a great experience, a super fun game, fun to chill out, worth spending 30 bucks, 10 out of 10 experience. I agree with you, Amazing Cook. It is fun to go to a game. I've been to a game. The crowd is great. It's a good time. You're going to really enjoy yourself if you go to a Guardians game. Yeah, so check it out if you haven't gone. Uh, it's a good time. Yeah, so that's about it. That's our emails. Of course, you can email us at goguardianspodcast at gmail.com. That is our address. It's a good time. We had a good time with this game. 30-12, to 12, the Guardians, the New York Guardians, the best team in the XFL, possibly again. Who knows? Maybe they make it to the playoffs. We'll see. It's still early. It is, well, it's halfway through. It's halfway through the season. It's a pretty fast season. It's halfway through. Three and two. Let's say if they do it again. Is six and four enough to make the playoffs? Maybe they go on a run. We'll have to see. Anyway, uh, yeah, email us, goguardianspodcast at gmail.com. That's about it. One quick note for all y'all. I don't know if anyone knows. Uh, the starting intro song to the song is actually a song by myself. Yes, it exists in a full form. If you want to hear the entire song, search Dan Tavares on Spotify, D-A-N-T-A-V-E-R-A-S on Spotify. There's a single there. There's more music to come. If anybody cares, I don't care if you care, but if anyone cares and just curious, you can look me up. It's on Spotify, on iTunes, everywhere you can find music. It exists, basically. So, yeah, that's it. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Go Guardians. 30-12, beating those Madden creative team guys, the Renegades. We'll see you next week.